Are you the type of person who plays well in the sandbox? Or perhaps you've noticed that your emotions sometimes take the driver's seat, steering you more than your intellectual intelligence. Well, you are not alone. Emotional intelligence, often referred to as EI, is a crucial factor when it comes to building your personal brand and leading others effectively. In today's episode, we'll dig into the fascinating topic of emotional intelligence and why it's important in your professional career. Welcome to the Girls of Grit podcast, hosted by Annalisa Rhodes and Cynthia Facera, two professional women bringing you over 40 years combined experience as top performers, top earners, and leaders in the male-dominated medical device industry. Grounded in grit, our mission is to be ambassadors for professional women in the medical device sales industry, helping them tap into their potential, magnify their mindset, and escalate their careers by providing real-world, everyday scenarios, struggles, and solutions. Welcome to the Girls of Grit podcast. It's time to dig in. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning to all of our listeners out there. Good morning, Lisa. Yes, good morning, everyone. I'm excited about today's conversation. Me too. I know I am as well. This is such a great topic because it seems to come up all the time. So today we are talking about EI or emotional intelligence and how it relates to the business world, the professional world that we all operate in. Um, And before we get into defining what EI means, it's really kind of the difference between your your book knowledge versus your people skills that we're going to discuss today and what we think is really important and helps add to being a great leader. So Cindy and I did a lot of research on this and we've got some really great articles to discuss. But before we get to that, go ahead, Cindy, and tell our listeners, let's give a good definition of EI because I think that there can be some questions on exactly what emotional intelligence means. Yes, emotional intelligence may also be referred to as emotional quotient. So you may hear EI or EQ. We're referring to the same thing used interchangeably. So EI or EQ refers to the ability to recognize, understand, manage, and effectively use your emotions and interactions with others. So it will encompass various skills such as empathy, self-awareness, self-regulation, social awareness, as well as relationship management. So whether you use EI or EQ, you are referring to the same set of emotional and social skills that are crucial for personal and professional success. I also think that as an umbrella term, you may think of this as people skills. Perfect. I know that was a lot to uh, to read and to define, but I think it's important for our listeners to really hear what EI and EQ mean. So this was really cool. Um, Cindy and I, as we were researching, we found a really awesome article in Forbes that actually um, summarizes a book written by Dr. Sean Andrews. And the book is called The Power of Perception. Leadership, emotional intelligence, and the gender divide. And so, in this um, Forbes article, it talks about are men and women equally emotionally intelligent? 
And what's funny is, is, you know, you pull an audience and of course the audience is going to say, well, women by trait are more emotionally intelligent because we just completely assume that emotional intelligence is all about certain emotions and feelings and, you know, like, Ooh, I'm, I, I'm overly emotional about things, but What's interesting is it actually isn't just that. What this actually summarizes is it says women tended uh, to score higher than men in areas of empathy, which is pretty obvious, uh, interpersonal relationships and social responsibility. However, men scored higher in areas of assertiveness, stress tolerance, and self-regard or confidence. And that was by, again, by Dr. Shaw and Andrews. So, you know, when we think about leadership, Cindy, we think about confidence and assertiveness and winning. We don't necessarily think about interpersonal relationships and social responsibility. But the truth is, is all of that is part of being a good leader. And we're going to tell you why. But where does this come from? So here in the article, it talks about very early on, Again, um, boys are socialized to be competitive, confident, assertive, decisive, and sometimes even aggressive, right? I mean, boys fight things out. Typically, when they're younger, they don't hurt with words, they hurt with actions. Whereas women are receiving very different messages in their childhood. So we're more socialized to be nurturing, caring about others, showing emotions, and going along to get along, right? And being empathetic. So those are the qualities that are kind of instilled in us at a very early age. And that's, I think, why we have this perception that we are more emotionally intelligent, but it's based on those emotions versus the ones of being assertive and confident. So, you know, how do you wrap this all up and be a better leader? And I think really the first thing is the way that we're looking at what a leader does. You know, a leader doesn't necessarily just have to be confident. I mean, you should be confident, but you can also be empathetic. You can also feel for others, for your team, for your colleagues. You should have that emotional intelligence where it pulls at your heartstrings and you feel them and you understand where they're coming from. You know, that that also exudes intelligence analytical abilities. I think that's also important to be a leader, but again, balancing that with, you know, being empathetic towards certain situations. If it, if one plus one equals two, well, maybe the two isn't exactly the way that it was perceived by that person, meaning there's something else underlying. And to be a great leader, you've got to uncover that. So we're going to talk about all of this today. And I think it's really important because, you know, as women, as women, I think we sometimes struggle with our emotions and them getting the best of us. And so today we're going to try and understand how we can be better leaders and be more impactful with our EI, as well as the traits that men carry. It, exactly. It's just exciting listening to what you have to say, because there's so much that you and I didn't even realize. I mean, this is something we face every day. It's kind of right in front of our face, but we don't even really think about it. But taking this opportunity to really address it gives us such a leg up in, in our career, I think, because now we see something and we're going to work with it. So really, emotional intelligence plays a crucial role in the business world. And we're just going to go through some key ways of why it's important. I'm also going to give an example because I think this will help. But 
ultimately today, we're going to recognize what EI is, how we receive it, and then how we're going to implement it. But first, I want to explain, as we research this, a, a memory that came to my mind. Many years ago, I was new in one of my jobs. And um, it was the end of the quarter, and my manager wanted to get a PO in. Now, maybe three weeks before I had reached out, it was a large PO. And I know that if it's over a certain number, many of you may have hospitals like this, it takes a longer process. So it then went to like another division of, of supply chain management. So there was a, a, a happened to be a woman. I'm just going to call her, I don't know, Sandy. <laughs> Actually, I do forget what her real name was. So I had reached out to Sandy via email. She explained the procedure to me. I followed up again to say, is it possible to have it in by the end? She didn't think it was going to happen. They had something different with their system and had to go to another avenue. On the other hand, I had a, a manager want me to really get this PO and not, not that rare of a circumstance. But what I distinctly remember about this situation, it was towards the end of the week. I knew I had reached out. Actually, I also spoke to her on the phone. I clearly was spelled out what the hospital's process was. And my job was to go along with her. My manager wanted me to get in the car and drive there. And on this day, I remember driving there. He says, just show up. You'll be able to get it. That happens all the time. And I was like, I'm not so sure because of her emails, the process she explained, it was this gut feeling. It was this feeling inside of me that was like, mm, maybe I shouldn't do this. What I didn't know, that was my emotional intelligence. That was my EI or my EQ telling me this really isn't going to work. I'm going to do it anyway because he's my boss. He says I have to do it. I'm going to try. I'm going to go do it. I almost get into a bad accident on the way there. Again, going, see, I shouldn't be there. Remember this distinctly where I was. I find the office, which was off site of the hospital. And I stepped foot in there. And as soon as I said who I was, there was a person at the desk and she was in a room behind me. She heard my name. She stood up and she came out. And when I tell you she was angry, I think she was one of the angriest materials management people I've ever dealt with because she just blew up on me. Maybe she had a bad day too, but she said, I've explained to you this process. I told you it was going to take X amount of time. You coming here and showing up. And she walked back, grabbed a pile of paper. Mine was the second one underneath. She's like, you see this paper? She put it on the bottom and said, now you're at the bottom. Oh, wow. That is nice. rough. Oh my God. I walked out of that door and I was like, knew I shouldn't have done it. Why didn't yeah. I listen? Yeah. I will say I spent the next year repairing that relationship. The following year, we, we, we communicated better. I learned a lot. And in this industry, we learn by our mistakes, right? What I didn't know, that was my EI telling me to listen. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was. And yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and when we're new in this field, or for that matter, any situation that we haven't been in before, sometimes we tend not to trust our gut and just to listen to directives. But truthfully, in that situation, Cindy, that was your gut feeling. That was your emotional intelligence. You were being self-aware of the situation by the emails that you would receive, the feelings that you knew were going to happen. And what really stinks is then you had to go back and spend the next year repairing a relationship that you knew from the beginning, you know, didn't, it, it didn't even need to happen. So 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's an absolutely great example of tapping into your EI and maybe not following it. You know, I think we run into this a lot in business, men and women. And I think at least for women, we can feel situations so well because we are in tune with others, you know, in terms of like, for example, when you walk into an OR and you can just feel the room, you know immediately what the ce- what the feeling is in that room, what the sense is. You can tell by the nurse's reaction to you walking in, if the doctor even looks up <laughs> and if he or she gives you a bad look. But, you know, you can really feel immediately what the situation is and from there gauge why you're there. I mean, if you're there to lead the case, then then you know how that case is going to roll. If you're walking in there to ask a question and you feel it being a tense situation or a tense moment, your EI is kicking in saying, hey, back up. Because the last thing you want to do is go and create a situation that you, it may be irreparable. You know, if you interrupted the wrong time during a case, oof, that may be real bad. So, you know, I think these examples are the thing that we're talking about, which is the gut instincts. These are wonderful natural for women to feel. These are the things that we typically talk about when we talk about EI. I think what we need to talk about here are the other EI moments, the assertiveness, the leadership quality of having the capability of being confident and carrying that along with being empathetic to your team, to the people that you deal with, to your customers. So when we're talking about recognizing EI, that's just it. We just talked about it. It is it is all of the above. It's the gut instincts. It's the self-awareness. It's your feelings. But it's also now, hopefully, opening your eyes up to a little bit more of what EI may stand for. And to back to my example, so you're exactly right. We recognize this. And, and then the next thing we want to talk about is how do you receive it? So I can use the example I just talked about. Let's go back to the moment where I get the phone call from my box. How do you receive it? I took his assertiveness as something that it didn't make me feel good, but I, I didn't realize until actually sitting back, reflecting on it now that it wasn't him trying to make me feel this way by any means. It was his way of getting to a goal. And so we just talked, he's, he was my, my manager, he was successful. And we talked about the stereotypical gender differences of what makes men successful, such as being assertive and competitive, right? Well, that's what he was doing. He is competitive. He wanted this. And he communicated to me in a way that was natural to him. And I didn't receive it the way I should have. I should have just known this is what he's telling me to do. And so I once heard this really great analogy. And I want to give credit where credit was due. And I I don't know where it was, but it it just means a lot. So for instance, there is an analogy between a window and a mirror. When somebody tells you something that immediately makes you emotionally react, think of yourself as a mirror and whatever they say just reflects right off of you. Do not allow yourself to be a window and open it up and let it all in. That's a great analogy. Think about this EI when you know this is a stressful thing. If somebody's stressed and upset and they're coming at you, be a mirror. Recognize it. How do you receive it? Not the way that it personally makes you feel bad. But I think what's so awesome about these people's skills 
is think about where it takes us. You know, your gut tells you yes or no to do something going forward. Men, women may have different communication styles, but you all have the same goal. So instead of just going through the day as, oh, I was told to do something. Now I feel bad. And then what are you doing at the end of the day? Let's just recognize people talk differently. We all have the same goal. Let's move forward. So how do we implement this into our business with our leadership qualities using men's and women's to our advantage? Yeah. And you, you know, you bring up a really good point about how men may exude their emotional intelligence versus women, especially in a heightened situation. Um, when you're talking about, you know, they get, they get very assertive. They may even get agitated, you know, and, and so how does that then make women react? Well, for me, I can say personally, when I get, when, when it's a high passionate situation, right? Maybe it's, I don't know, dealing with a physician or dealing with a certain situation. And I am highly passionate about that. Okay. Well, now my emotions are now a little higher and now I'm receiving, if it's a male counterpart, that's now interacting with me, whether he's my manager, colleague, whatever, and his emotions and passions are high, he's going to be super assertive and I'm going to be super like emotionally driven. So what happens? my voice heightens, my, you know, all the, all the pricklers go out. I get upset. I get angry. Well, what does that do to him? Well, that also heightens him as well. And he maybe become more assertive and more directive. And now you're in a situation where neither one of you are hearing each other. And like you mentioned, you may have a common goal. It may get, it may be to get that customer to where we need to get him to, but because I received the information wrong and you know, I didn't hear the way that he was giving me the information and he didn't hear me because let's face it, men and women sometimes just don't hear each other correctly. We're never going to get to that goal and you're going to end up in a conversation or an argument that's not going to get you anywhere. So I think what you bring up is really important, Cindy, and it is important. So, you know, how do we implement this now um, to better understand and, and better to move forward with not just our relationships and our interpersonal skills, but to be a wonderful and great leader. And I think that one is recognizing that men and women have different EI. They have different emotional intelligence. Men's come from, you know, young age of being confident and, and, and assertive and even boys fighting it out. Whereas women are more caring and nurturing and empathetic and really feeling those emotional cues from people doesn't make one better than the other. It's just important to understand that we each have different sets of emotional intelligence. So let's put an example to that. Okay, earlier on, we mentioned a question we threw out there. How do you play nice in the sandbox? So think about this. Let's play in the sandbox. Let somebody take a shovel, somebody take a bucket. Okay, let's say the shovel is the assertiveness. So you're, you're in this conversation, you have a male counterpart that is being very assertive. Well, instead of just bringing in the rainstorm and letting your emotions get upset and have complete combustion, why don't you just hand him a bucket and acknowledge his assertiveness and say, I hear from you that mm -hmm. you are saying this. Use a little bit of your empathy to understand. He's just as passionate as you are. He's just displaying it differently. And I think it's people skills of recognizing how they feel. 
and say, do I hear you correctly? This is what you need. And then suddenly your little sandbox is sand in a bucket and you're building a castle instead of complete combustion, brainstorm, play date canceled, and it's over. Yeah, absolutely. And what you also did there is you kind of were directive. You were confident in, in allowing him to have that you know, control or whatever it is, you were actually being a leader in that moment by stepping back away from your emotions and just letting the situation play out and allowing him to have his time. And then you have your time. And again, I think that's really, you know, key to understanding how to be an effective leader is to bring in both men and women's emotional intelligence into one place and allowing it to work together. Exactly. And, you know, you mentioned earlier on in the article that listed the different characteristics. So I have a question for you. Are you more productive with one characteristic trait of a personality to achieve a goal or solve a problem? Or do you have a better chance at achieving that goal and solving the problem with multiple characteristics? So think about it. If we take men's confidence and assertiveness and women's empathy and understanding together, think about how great we can move forward. So recognize both men and women have EI and EQ. And if we just put them together, it's like forming a team where you pick people specifically, this is a strength of mine, this is a weakness of mine. I better make sure I pull somebody on my team that can fill my weakness, right? So or area of growth. I don't like the word weakness. So this is why <laughs> we, we, we pulled together, but I just think it's really exciting that in our professional career, we can build upon characteristics, skills we already have that we just don't know because we're not recognizing. We're not stopping and looking. So, you know, Cindy, just sitting here thinking about it, what can we do as women to really understand emotional intelligence from both a male's perspective as well as a female's. And I think the first thing we need to do is change our thoughts, right? Change the way that we think leaders need to be. Yes, they're confident. Yes, they're assertive, but they're also empathetic. And they're also there to see things from different points of view of people and the way that they handle certain situations. And not just from an analytical ability, but also from an emotional ability to really make sure that you're moving that team forward. And honestly, just to read a direct line from this Forbes article by Dr. Sean Andrews, this is what, this is what it states. People are strong in all different EQ or EI traits. And the good news is that you can raise the level of your overall emotional intelligence with just a little bit of focus and effort. I love that because sometimes emotions become really high and you create that combustion. Instead, let's turn combustion into collaboration. So in summary, I think we brought up a lot of good things today. I really hope you've learned a little bit more about EI or EQ because we had a chance to kind of explore this topic and how different differs between men and women. So I have a question for all of you listeners. Do you play well in the sandbox? We hope to have shed some light on the stereotypical characteristics associated with successful men and women in terms of EI. So by understanding this and how to interpret and effectively communicate with heightened EI, we believe you can take control of your success. Developing your emotional intelligence can have a significant impact on your professional growth. 
So we have a call to action for you today. The next time you receive feedback or information, it seems charged with emotions and assertiveness, stop, write it down on paper, put it aside. Then I want you to read it, take all the emotion out of it. And maybe the direction of that message was in line with what you were thinking anyway. We're really hoping this will help you take a foot forward in your career, using your skills, your knowledge, everything you have in your book knowledge of your career, as well as pulling in some people skills and using EI to your advantage and really hoping you can drive your business forward. Perfectly said, Cindy. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Girls of Grit. We hope you enjoyed it. Please write to us and don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. All you need is a little bit of grit to be your best today and build for tomorrow. Find us on Instagram at the Girls of Grit our website, thegirlsofgrit.com and LinkedIn, The Girls of Grit.